This is the Special Needs Family Hour with Julie Ames. Brought to you by Special Needs Family Resources, LLC. For the next hour, we'll be discussing the particular challenges and real-life solutions for families with special needs. If you found us, please know that you are not alone. To find out more, go to SpecialNeedsFamilyHour.com. Now, it's your host, Julie Ames, on AM860, The Answer. Thanks for listening today to the Special Needs Family Hour. I'm Julie Ames on AM860, The Answer. Our show is dedicated to helping those parents and caregivers who are caring for special people. The theme of the show is the essay, Welcome to Holland, by Emily Pearl Kingsley. Kingsley describes the experience of raising a child with a disability. It's like planning a fabulous vacation trip to Italy, only to realize that your plane has landed in Holland. Holland isn't a bad place, it's just a different place. So you must go out, buy a new guidebook, learn a whole new language, and meet a whole new group of people you would never have met. Holland is code word for living life with those with disabilities. My hope and prayer is that the challenges we all face in Holland will make us better people. This has been a good week in Holland. Our oldest two daughters, Maria and Christina, are on the autism spectrum and have intellectual disabilities. Our youngest daughter, Anna, is a typical teenager. Today I would like to share a very moving poem with you. I first discovered the poem when my husband taped a copy of it to my bathroom mirror. The girls were very young and I needed encouragement. The poem was a reprint in Dare Abbey's column. It was written over 60 years ago by Edna Massimilia of Hatboro, Pennsylvania, the widow of a pastor when their daughter, a child with Down syndrome, was born. Edna explained that she wrote the poem to emphasize that every creation is for a purpose, and she's still writing poems and singing, especially for children with disabilities. Heaven's Very Special Child A meeting was held quite far from earth. It was a time again for another birth. Said the angels to the Lord above, This special child will need much love. Her progress may be slow, accomplishment she may not show, and she'll require extra care from the folks she meets down there. She may not run or laugh or play. Her thoughts may seem quite far away, so many times she will be labeled, different, helpless, and disabled. So let's be careful where she's sent. We want her life to be content. Please, Lord, find the parents who will do a special job for you. They will not realize right away the leading role they are asked to play. But with this child sent from above comes stronger faith and richer love. And soon they'll know the privilege given in caring for their gift from heaven. This precious charge so meek and mild is heaven's very special child. Today we have a great show. We will be discussing friends, families raising, inspiring, educating, and networking for Down syndrome with a representative of the West Florida Association. I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM 860, The Answer. Please join us on the other side. We'll be right back. To reach Julie or any of the guests on today's show, call 813-816-2637. That's 813-816-2637. Or go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Special Needs Family Hour with Julie Ames on AM860, The Answer. To contact Julie, go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. That's specialneedsfamilyhour.com. Now, here's Julie Ames. 
I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM 860, The Answer. Today, we will be discussing friends, families raising, inspiring, educating, and networking for Down syndrome with Belinda Romero, a representative of the West Florida Friends Association. Hi, Belinda. Hi, good morning, Julie. Good morning. Could you please tell us a little bit about your background and how you became involved with Friends? Um, okay, so um, first off, I am a mother of three. So I have my daughter who's 15, I have a son who's 13, and my little one is three years old and she has Down syndrome. Yes. So three, three and a half so years ago, um, my husband and I unexpectedly became pregnant. We weren't yes. planning it. We actually decided we weren't going to have any more kids after some debate back and forth. Um, because of my age at the time, I was 39. I was right. sick. At around the time that I conceived my daughter, I asked, you know, the doctor, hey, can we just get some testing done just to make sure that the baby's okay? Right. So I had the blood work done, and um, I was at work one day when I got the phone call from the office that they said that they noticed there was a 95% chance that my child had Down syndrome. Yes. Now, I've never met anyone with Down syndrome before. I don't have any family members. So after work, I went to my car and of course cried my eyes out yes. um it, not knowing is right. a big factor um and then of course the only thing in my head was oh my god what kind of life is my child going to have because right. i don't know about it i didn't know at the time yes so um my husband and i we were um going now to a specialist because um we wanted to do the amniocentesis at the time just to get a hundred percent it right. is it for sure um, and, of course, went to the doctor's office. He looked at um, the blood work that we did, and he says, well, you could do the amnio, but honestly, at this point, the likelihood is that, yes, um, your child's going to have Down syndrome. Um, and then, of course, the first thing thrown at us was, well, do you want to keep the baby? Right. Um, which, honestly, up to that point, you know, just dealing with the one knowledge um, kind of threw us for a loop because that wasn't even something that we were even anticipating. Right. Um, and I find a lot of times doctors do that now. They um, first thing is like, do you want the baby? Do you not want the baby? Um, it took my husband a few minutes and we decided, no, we want to keep the baby. It's it's our child. Why would we yes. not um, keep the baby? So um, went through the pregnancy, make sure everything was okay. After she was born, they did the official diagnosis. Yes, she had the Down syndrome. Um, I took about a year. Um, to kind of compose and kind of get used to the idea. Right. Um, did some research on it. Of course, I didn't do too much because when you go on the internet, there's so much stuff on the internet. I know. I think it drove me more crazy than not. Um, of course, with Down syndrome, you know, the doctor would say, you know, there's no way of knowing where my child is going to be at, which I think with being a parent of a Down syndrome babies, I think is the hardest because right. the uncertainty um, are they going to be delayed? Are they not going to be delayed? Um, are they going to be able to walk on time? Or are they going to, you know, there's so many different things, um, you know, that right. can happen. So that alone drives you crazy. And then when you yes. go on the Internet, um, I find there's more negative and more of the um, hard impact about Down syndrome than really the positive. Yes. So I kind of took that year. Um, my daughter, um, I got her involved in early steps. And they referred me to this group called Friends. Yes. Um, which I started going last year. I started stemming out. My husband and I, we um, joined the group um, as just a regular member, um, started doing some of their activities, and uh, loved it. 
Hmm. Um, because, you know, I didn't, I know we were kind of referred to like support groups and, right. you know, my children should go to a support group so they could discuss it. And the thing is, my notion at the time was I didn't want to go into a room and just cry my eyes out over right. my daughter's situation. That's not really the road that I wanted to take right. um, with my family. We wanted to be more on the positive um, yes. and, and try and stay in that area. So when we found friends, it was fabulous. And very positive. Very positive. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I've avoided support groups over the years just for that reason. I, You know, it is so scary. I just don't want to yes. do it. I, I have a friend member who she has a daughter who has special needs, um, something different on Down syndrome. And she says she did the support group. And she goes, everybody was crying. And it was an hour. Of the, and I'm like, oh, my God, I don't want to spend an hour crying <laughs> about the woe and me. Because, you know, it's it's not about the woes and me's or no. about my daughter. Um, you know, my husband and I were trying to raise her the way we would our other two children. Right. You know, she just has some additional needs that my other children don't have. Um, so we want to make it positive for her. Right. Um, and getting to know the members of friends, the community that's there, which honestly um, was the biggest thing for me because now there's other mothers and fathers going through what we're going through who yes. are anxious and we could go there and do a barbecue and just laugh and we could talk about, you know, what we're going through a child without having to cry about it. Yes. But we could be happy and discuss and say, hey, you know, um, you know, my son took his first steps or, you know, um, this daughter started speaking. So it's more on the positive area and really reinforcing right. each other. Um, at the end of last year, Christmas time, my mother passed away. Mm. So in January, I was going through that depression stage right. and, and dealing with that. And then at the, you know, my mother was young. She um, had Alzheimer's mm. and um, she was 64 when she passed. Wow. And I said to myself, you know, um, I don't want to spend my time just dwindling and feeling sorry for her and, 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 and sorry for myself. I said, I'm going to take this as a lesson. And so, you know, I want to do something positive in my life because I just felt, you know, her life was so short. There were so many things she wanted to accomplish. Right. And the last decade, she wasn't able to do it because she was sick. Right. And so I called up Anne, who is the president of Friends. Yes. And I said, Anne, you know, I'm just calling because, um, you know, they had put a notice out. They were looking for parent liaisons. I says, I really want to do something meaningful. And I really want to give back. And I just love this group. So um, is there any job I could do to kind of, you know, help out? Yes. And Anne's like, oh, my goodness, you just called at <laughs> the perfect time. Um, she's like, do you speak Spanish? And I'm like, well, yes, I do. <laughs> and she's like, well, the lady who's our Spanish outreach representative, she's leaving in a year. Um, and I need a, I need a representative. Would you be willing to join, join the, um, board members? Yes. And I was like, um, okay, I gotta think about that, you know? <laughs> I go to my husband and I say, you know, funny thing. I says, I call this lady and this and this happened. And he looked at me, he's like, Okay. He goes, so are you going to do it? And I'm like, well, yeah. I, You know, it's it's not something I had thought about at the time. Right. But it just seemed like the right fit. And it just, I, I joined. I called her up and I says, yep, I'm going to do it. Um, I'm going to do what I can. And honestly, it's the best decision that I've made. Yes. Well, I met you at a women's networking luncheon, and I think it's perfect. 
Yeah, you know, um, it's funny how life takes you. Sometimes you don't even realize the road and the path that you're on. Um, you know, my husband and I, we go to church, and, and I'm Catholic. And I say to God all the time, especially after my daughter's born, you know. Yes. I said, I don't know the path I'm supposed to be on, but just take me to where I'm supposed to go. I don't know where it's going to lead me, but I leave it up to you. That's a great prayer. And um, somehow it did. It led me to be on the board members, and I don't regret it any minute of it. Um, I have not only a way of making something positive for my daughter, um, but as a result, I've been able to help other people and make some type of difference. Um, I know, um, you know, just this year now that I'm on the board, I've spoken to other families who have children with Down syndrome who had no idea right. of this group or any group. There are some yes. people that move to this area and they have their child and like, I, I don't know anybody. I don't know where to go. I kind of feel lost. I feel alone. And it's just so nice that I could say, well, here you go. You could come here. We do this and this for this group. We could help you with um, some rec- recreational stuff for your child. We could help you with some knowledge. We can guide you with some resources. We, we do seminars. There's so many different things that, you know, looking at the expression on their face and saying, oh, my God, that's just such a blessing. And I've already been told, um, you know, there's a reason why I came to this location today was to meet you. And that's that's why I do what I do right now. Wow, that's amazing. Thank you. It, it's amazing. Well, why don't we take a break? I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM 860, The Answer. I'm here with Belinda Romero of Friends, Families Raising, Inspiring, Educating, and Networking for Down Syndrome. Please stay with us, and we will be right back. To reach Julie or any of the guests on today's show, call 813-816-2637. That's 813-816-2637. Or go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Special Needs Family Hour with Julie Ames on AM860, The Answer. To contact Julie, go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. That's specialneedsfamilyhour.com. Now, here's Julie Ames. I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM 860, The Answer. Today, we are discussing friends, families raising, inspiring, educating, and networking for Down Syndrome with Belinda Romero, a representative of the West Florida Friends Association. Hi, Belinda. We were just having a great conversation, and I, I met you at a women's networking luncheon. Right. And um, uh, at the end, you were taking questions, and someone asked, what are some of the oddest comments you've received? And I thought that was really interesting. Would you want to share those with you, with the audience? Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's funny because when you end up becoming a parent of a special needs child, um, a lot of times people don't know how to react or have a conversation with you. Yes. Um, and so instead of just being openly honest and, and just having a simple conversation, um, I will get some comments and, and <laughs> questions that sometimes boggle my mind. Um, and I've had from the positive to the negative. So right. um, on the positive side, not too long ago, I had somebody in my office at work and um, we were just talking, she was pregnant at the time, and we were just talking about the kids and stuff like that. Um, you know, and I talk openly now about my daughter with Down syndrome. For right. me, it's just the simple norm at this point. Yes. So, you know, and of course, when you don't know anybody or you just first have a conversation, you know, um, I just throw it out there. You know, right. I have three kids, and, and 
and I'll throw Down syndrome. And, and the one lady was like, oh, she's a Down's baby. Oh, I love Down's baby. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I, I, you know, right. I was taken a little back. Um, right. But she loved them. She said she right. had met someone before. And so I was like, okay. So that was my positive. Um, I've I've gotten to the negative to where I had a conversation with somebody. And I'm, I'm going over, you know, how you know, the more specifics about my husband and I and, and, and going through the pregnancy. And, um, you know, we had to break it to our children, too. How do we tell our children and stuff like that? My husband and I, we are an older couple. Um, I was 39 at the time. My husband was uh, 48. And so I got, well, you know, honestly, I think that's a little selfish on your part for having the baby. And I was like, <laughs> you know, I didn't know how to answer right, that. And that's... it's because I was explaining to her how, you know, the doctor had given us you know the the option of aborting the right. baby and my husband and, I and you like, thought she was going to be empathetic you know i thought so too <laughs> you know and the thing is this is somebody who's met my daughter who see how she is you know my husband and i've been blessed because um my daughter um you know does not have medical issues right now she has her delays here and there um right. but we feel blessed you know right. my my children themselves have already said you know mom um, she has completed our family, you know. Yes. So for me, it's it has not been a negative impact. Um, so to hear somebody say, you know, you, I think you're selfish because, you know, you didn't think you're older. And so now what happens when um, your daughter is going to be 20 and you're going to be old and who's <laughs> going to take care of your child? And I was just like, um, you know, what do you say to that? You I know? don't know. What, did, what, How, what do you say to that? I, I just said I disagree. Absolutely not. My take on it is how can I not have my daughter? Um, mm-hmm. How can I not give her the opportunity of having a life just like my other two children? Just because she's different and just because she needs additional needs. Um, I, You know, my husband and I did not feel we wanted to rob her of that opportunity um, right. in life. And I look at my daughter and how happy she is and, and, and everything that she accomplishes so far. And it's like... I know I did not make the wrong choice. Right. So sometimes it boggles me how, you know, how I don't know perceive if it's, it. it's, you know, I don't know if it's ignorancy that they have or what it is, but yes, on how they really perceive the negative impact because it's a challenge. So, you know, right. life is a challenge no matter where it gets thrown at you, whether it's work or, you know, right. your marriage, your children, regardless, I have two typical children and they are challenging. There's nothing different. You know, yes. it's a different challenge. Right. Um, but well. I don't see having a special needs child as um, selfish mm. on my part just because I wanted to have another baby. Um, absolutely not. But yes, that yeah. that. Yes. was my most negative. Well, and then at the luncheon, you did another example where if there were 100 people in the room, could you explain that example again? Well, what happens is when you look at the statistics nowadays, um, the statistics right now, the latest that um, I read on is um, 90% of pregnancies are aborted um, because doctors make it so easy of an option to say, yes, you don't have the typical child. Do you want to abort and, and not have the baby? Right. Um, 90% of them are saying yes. So when we were doing our speech, you know, I'm a visual person. Um, yes. I think sometimes you need to think about something visually to really get the impact of it. So when you think about it, if you have a room of 100 people and you only have 10 people stand in that room, those 10 people represent the Down syndrome children that were able to be born in this world. When you oh, look wow. around you, 90, 90 people were not able to because their parents decided they might 
it might be too hard for them. And I'm not trying to judge, you know, um, Down syndrome is not easy, so I'm not downplaying it. Um, however, it's just sad to know that so many children out there were not given the opportunity to have a life and live a potential that I think God wanted them to have. Um, only 10, only 10 um, are able to do it. And I just, um, the hopes for myself and for I know a lot of people on our, on our board and, and why Friends is created is to um, impact people and say it's okay, there's nothing wrong with having a, a Down syndrome baby. And hopefully if we could impact somebody, which, um, you know, when I gave the speech, I, re- I remember stating um, our vice president, Craig, he, um, he's he been on um, the morning blends he did, um, you know, with his son because, um, you know, he was talking about the buddy walk and the importance right. of us raising the funds and raising awareness and showing the community that we have and wanting to bring it together. Um, for the first year, um, he went on. Um, was giving, you know, his, his um, you know, he was having the conversation. And apparently there was someone in the audience watching the show. She had just found out that her um, baby um, yes. has Down syndrome. And she, I guess, was given that option too. Do you have the baby? Do you not have the baby? Um, and so this year we did our second year buddy walk. And he was stating, um, he had posted it, I believe it was, that he had gotten this email from, this woman, this mother, and how she said, you know, after watching the first show, she decided it would be okay, you know? Right. Um, and just from that one, just from him being on there that one day, that one child was born um, with a mother who was open and accepted. Um, and so that just goes to show you the impact that we have. And that's really our goal. If we could bring down that number and right. hopefully affect that uh, more children are being born and raised in a loving environment, um, because it's going to be okay, and there's a community of people out there who are there to support you. Well, you're not by uh, yourself. Yes. And that's the fear is that you're by yourself. And the, I think the, well, for me, it's, the idea of raising a typical child is um, easier because I know what that's like because I'm a typical person. Right. <laughs> so when you get into special needs or syndromes and genetic anomalies, it's you don't know exactly what it's about. But in the case of Downs, there's so much information about that, and we're going to discuss that further here. But for me, um, I have a genetic anomaly, and I was expecting number four when all the genetic testing was done, mm-hmm. and I was going to see a doctor, and um, I didn't take the cystic fibrosis test, and she said something to the fact, well, that's no reason to kill a baby. And I'm there because of all my genetic problems. I have my genetic papers. So I'm thinking, so I'm translocated. Should we have killed me? Anyway, I got my papers that day and left, and the doctor I ended up having, he had a, a son with Down syndrome. So it's um, it's just a different perspective, and you just right. need to be a, around two specialists and people of your same mindset. Right. And, and that's what I did with that doctor. I think they're more understanding. Yes. Sometimes they know better what to say. Sometimes people who have not experienced it, like I said, they, they don't know how to word things and so sometimes instead of you know and i'm sure they mean to be positive right. um and don't mean to offend but sometimes yes. um people don't think yes and they can be offensive well, I, without I, realizing I, it i've had friends who have um chosen to abort the babies and i i really don't know why i just never am consumed like some people with a pro-life movement about babies and death i guess because in my mind they're in heaven i just i'll get emotional i always worry about the mom and the, the woman, I'm always, 
more concerned about who's here than who's not here. Right. And and that's where my concern always lies because, um, well, it's like everything. Life isn't easy, and there are hard choices along the way. And sometimes we make choices that we wish we hadn't made. Sometimes they're the right choices in all spectrums and all areas of our lives. Absolutely. So. It's, you know, there's no guidebook that God gives us on how we are to lead our lives and raise our children and run our marriage, you know. I know. Um, sometimes you, you, you make the right choices, but nobody's perfect. Um, I know I'm not. So yes. um, I know I've done some things that um, I could look in the past and regret. All I could hope at this point is whatever decision I make um, is the right one. Um, and that if I make a mistake, you know, I'm big girl enough to say, I'm so sorry. I did not mean to do that, you know. Right. Um, but I have no ill intent. So, right. um, but with children, it's hard because whether they have special needs or not, it's a gamble. You I always know. pray that you're always doing the right thing for your children. And then when they become adults, um, that they are a positive adult and, right. and, you know, hey, positive no one, society and, and no one knows and no one knows, yes. you know, it yes. takes, you know, sometimes it's a comment or something you do that can steer them a different way. And as a parent, you always hope you're always making the right choices. Yes. Um, and when you have a, a child with special needs, it doubles, you know, everything, you know, I find I, I look at my daughter with more of a magnifying glass. Yes. Um, and dissecting, and I think more about the future um, because I just want to make sure that is there something I could do now yes. that in down the road would impact her in a positive yes. way. Well, I, I will say, uh, having older children, my my oldest two are twenty one and nineteen. Having them older with special needs, um, in a lot of ways, at this point, we're still learning. Right. Um, there's a huge amount of acceptance that we have for them, and it's like it's okay. And I think after you get through all the school years, you're like, okay, this is where we are. This is what we need to do. But there's also a piece about it mm-hmm. that's right. that also is along there. Well, let's take a break. I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM 860, The Answer. I am here with Belinda Marrero of Friends, Families Raising, Inspiring, Educating, and Networking for Down Syndrome. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. To reach Julie or any of the guests on today's show, call 813-816-2637. That's 813-816-2637. Or go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Special Needs Family Hour with Julie Ames on AM860, The Answer. To contact Julie, go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. That's specialneedsfamilyhour.com. Now, here's Julie Ames. I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM 860, The Answer. Today, we are discussing friends, families raising, inspiring, educating, and networking for Down Syndrome with Belinda Romero, a representative of the West Friends Association. Hello again. Hi, Belinda. (laughs) I was just, I was going over your website, and of course, your mission statement um, explains that your goal is to provide all-encompassing educational and support services to families who have been impacted by Down syndrome. And on the website, you even have a short video for physicians dealing with patients or expecting mothers or whatever in the whole gamut of dealing with children with Down syndrome. Yes, yes. He discusses a little bit on on how things should be and what, um, you know, what people think today uh, of having Down syndrome and how honestly they should be. 
um, to hopefully change people's minds and their perception of what it is to have a child with Down syndrome and how doctors themselves should treat um, people with Down syndrome. Yes, and then you have a parent packet information. And your organization, I am just amazed at all you offer to a parent. And all they have to do is join, and there's no cost to join. No, right now there's no cost. All you really have to do is go to our website. Um, You put your email address. You will be a part of our newsletter. You will get information um, through your email on all upcoming um, activities and events. Um, Our parent packets are for um, new moms. Um, who either just had a baby or they're expecting. And what we do is we take these packets to the local hospitals. Um, it's a really nice bag that has a little teddy bear that's given for the baby. It comes with a book, uh, a Down syndrome book. It comes with information and resources um, because, you know, when you're a new parent, um, honestly, it's overwhelming and you don't know where to go and, and who to see and who to speak to. And sometimes right. you do feel alone, especially um, if you've never met or um, have somebody, you know, a friend or um, a relationship with somebody who has Down syndrome, you know, like myself, I didn't know anybody. So right. it can be overwhelming because you just don't know. Um, so it's meant to help and ease that burden of a, of a parent and to let them know that um, there are people out there. Um, we also do education seminars. Um, you know, when you have um, a child with special needs, there's so many things you need to know and do for your child. You know, you are now your child's advocate. Yes. So um, honestly, there's so much education that as a parent, um, you need to now have. And with what we provide, um, you know, you need to know about IEPs and what that means. You need to know about guardianship. You need to know the financial aspect. You need to know about um, living trust and what you should do with the funds for your child. And um, this provides seminars that you could go and like the first time I heard about an IEP, I was like, what is what that? Is that? <laughs> um, what does that mean? It took it's, me a little while. Right. That's an individual education plan. Yes. And that's what your child will have when they start school until yeah. they're 22. Right. Yes. Um, my daughter now has it. But in the beginning, it took me a little while to figure that and everything else out and special trust. And so going to the educational seminars is so helpful. Um, and those are free as well, um, unless it's something um that really is big and huge, but it, regardless, right. it helps financially. Um, we do scholarships as well. So um, if you want to do something recreational with your child and you need a little financial assistance, we help with that as well. Um, then we have our resource groups. So we have, it's kind of like a play date, but with right. families who have Down syndrome kids. So you have your baby friends, um, which would be where my daughter's at. She's three. So there's a play date where moms could take um, their other babies to a location. It's a fun environment. We have that. We have something for the teens. We have our best friend's dad's group. So now you have the dads who do play dates with other dads. Yes. So it's not just about the moms. The dads are right. involved as well. And this way, their kids could play. But now the men have sometimes, you know, their own friend that they could go to and relate and to. And it's nice for men to have friends. Yes. And, and they could say, oh, my God, you know, my son went through this today. And the other dad will know exactly what he's talking about. Right. Um, you know, sometimes if I speak to people and I mention IEP, they're like, what in the world is that? So unless you're in that world yes. of, of special needs, um, it is helpful when you speak to someone else who's in your, you know, who has right. the same. Well, hey, just going to a baby play group. I can remember being with my oldest, his special needs, and she was up couple months older than the other kids mm-hmm. and she was sitting up and 
I was so proud of her because she was the only one that was sitting up. And all the new moms were worried about their child. Why wasn't their child sitting up? But she was real little. They didn't know she was special needs. Mm -hmm. But I can tell you, some of those baby groups, oh, my goodness, when you have a special needs child, of course, I didn't know I did. It was depressing. Yeah. And I'm looking at the book that you hand the new parents, that Babies with Down Syndrome, A New Parent's Guide. Um, wow. What an awesome resource to be able to hand to a new parent. Yes. Because I, I had that, that book um, for the first year in baby's life or whatever it was, the one that everyone buys. Yes. What, uh, what to expect when you're Did, expecting. Yes. And then you have the baby. Anyway, my yeah. husband, I didn't know my older two were special needs. He says, I'm going to throw that book out. You got a real, I'm an engineer. I dot my I's. I cross my T's. And he's like, I'm going to throw that book out. We didn't know the kids were special needs. But he says, you've got to stop because I go through the ranges. And mm-hmm. what I could have used a book like that. Yes. Well, now my children are on Down syndrome, but just something to give yes. me a clue. Yes. Oh, my goodness. It is helpful because, you know, what? sometimes, you know, you just don't know, um, you know, when you're, you know, for my daughter, for example, when she's rolling over, when she's sitting, you know, what what she goes through is different from a typical child. So, you know, something that will take three months for one will take my daughter, you know, maybe five or six months. Yes. But it is helpful when you have this information because now it's giving it to you, cater to the needs of your child. So when I see, okay, she's not walking, but it's a year and a half. Hey, she's still doing good. Yes. You know, yes. whereas a typical child, they were like, why is she not walking yet? In her case, that's not it. So when you have the resource, it just takes that burden off right. of you and you still know she's still good and she's still okay. So a lot of the stuff given out, it just helps the parent to, you know, that not knowing where your child is, how delayed are they, you know. Right. Um, and even if they are, again, when you have a lot of these groups that come together, you will run across other parents who are going through the same thing you are. Right. So it's still in that sense, even if it's emotional, it eases yes. that burden off in you because, again, you are not alone. And yes. someone could give you tips. Someone could give you advice. Hey, I did this yes. with my child. We've been going through this. Or, hey, sometimes it's just the doctor. Right. Um, my daughter's doctor is an excellent doctor. So if anybody were to come to me, um, I would refer. So sometimes you need that referral, too, where, right. where you can go that would help your child that right. a typical parent might not be able to help you. Yes. Well, I can remember before I had children, I would look at women talking to other women about whatever they talked about. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was so anti-child. I was very career-oriented. And I would think, what do they talk about? And after I had kids, I finally understood. There's, there's, There may be a lot of books out there, but there really isn't the book. There's not yes. only one book. And all moms talk. All yes. moms kind of get together and, is this what you're going through or whatever? And Yes, and with, that's the parent language. Yes. And before I had kids, I had no clue. I'm like, what do they talk about and, and why? And it, anyway, I found it baffling. And it's wonderful that you have a specific group that will help a mom with Down syndrome yes. to do that. Wow. Um, one of the things I was reading about through your um, literature, and I, I want to put this out here, um, Down syndrome, um, 95% of the cases are, I guess, accounts for the trisomy th- 21? Is, yes. Am I saying that correctly? Yeah, that's where, um, you know, you get your traits from both your parents and for whatever reason, the 21st chromosome, you either get an extra or half okay. uh, of the chromosome. Um, and that is the, typically, that's that's the majority of the case, the 95 that you're speaking of. Yes. And, um, so they have the extra chromosome, and this is what affects your child from being, I guess, what you would call the typical child, is that right. extra chromosome that was given. Um, and I have yet to really find, you know, 
there's no real cause of it. There's nowhere to say right. it's the mom, it's the dad's yeah. side. I, I mean, I've read somewhere where they thought it was the dad, but there's really no well, one saying they're still researching it. So right. there's no profound case to say why. And well, then, of course, you yes. have that um, old fashioned way of thinking that, OK, so the parent is typically an older parent and they're right. the reason. But nowadays, when you look at the study and I know it's yes, the study was, you're reading, um, it said 80 percent of the Uh, 80% of the babies with Downs are born to women 35 years and under. Yes. So that was surprising to me. And then in the literature, the translocation, there's a translocation that accounts for 4% of the Downs birth. That is the only one that might be hereditary. So most of the children you're seeing out there, it's not hereditary and it's not socioeconomic. It's not based on race. It's just... um, Genetic anomalies yes. is what it is. It's just for whatever reason, an extra chromosome was given to the child, and there's really no way of knowing just yet. Mm-hmm. I think they're researching it and trying to figure out, but it has not right. happened yet that I'm aware of. Right. Well, why don't we take a break there? I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM 860 The Answer. I am here with Belinda Romero of Friends, Families Raising, Inspiring, Educating, and Networking for Down Syndrome. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. To reach Julie or any of the guests on today's show, call 813-816-2637. That's 813-816-2637. Or go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Special Needs Family Hour with Julie Ames on AM860, The Answer. To contact Julie, go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. That's specialneedsfamilyhour.com. Now, here's Julie Ames. I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM 860, The Answer. Today, we are discussing friends, families, raising, inspiring, educating, and networking for Down Syndrome with Belinda Romero, a representative of the West Florida Friends Association. Now, Belinda, I was going through your website, and the website is friendsdownsyndrometampa.com. And just on that first page, you have the um, the video the, for the physicians, but at right. the very bottom, you have the download of the information that they receive for new parents. You have a uh, new parent packet yes. at the bottom. And then you also have health care information for families of children with Down syndrome. And it is really amazing because on this, you start out with the, the child's age, like the pre natal period right and there's a whole checklist consider testing as desired counseling prenatal heart testing for the child right um it goes on from birth to one month and complete physical examination genetic testing counseling feeding heart hearing and vision thyroid blood tests stomach and bowel problems infection anyway this list is just extensive and then it goes on to when your child's one to five years and so there's a whole checklist of things that you can look at and be aware of right and then it even goes five to 13 years so it's in some ways it's similar to that um printout they give me every time i go to the doctor's office but this is just all all geared to your child with down syndrome and then the last page of it is 13 to 21 years or older. Yeah. So there's that, a lot in each stage that you need yes. to know. And um, what I go through with my daughter now is so different when she's an adult. There's so many um, other things that I need to make sure that I have covered, like Social Security and where she's going to live and, and, and right. work and stuff like that. So sometimes having a checklist guide um, 
helps to remind you of all the things that you need to make sure you're kind of on top of. Because again, um, we are our child's advocate. So um, in doing so, it does help to have that little guide to make sure that you have all your bases covered um, on things that you need to make sure that you're doing for your child. Right. And the other thing that's wonderful is all this information is available in Spanish. So if you're that new parent and you sign up, you can get the information all in Spanish. Yeah. Our parent, our parent liaison um, packet is also available in Spanish. The book um, is also in Spanish. Um, so, um, you know, a lot of times we're told as well from the local hospitals, hey, we have a, a mother who's um, going to deliver a baby with Down syndrome and they might tell us she's a Hispanic mother. So instead of sending out the packet in English, we'll send it in Spanish, um, which is part of, of my job is really building up the Hispanic community because, um, you know, a lot of people just don't know. And, and sometimes, especially as us Hispanics, we just kind of cater to our own little um, atmosphere in our own families and you don't realize the resources right. and sometimes they think well that's for them and um, but no we have it in Spanish as well so we really try to help the community as a whole English and Spanish and even the the book that you give out for free the babies with down syndrome the new parents guide that's in Spanish too. yes yes oh. our whole the the bag itself with the little teddy bear and all the resources all that is all written in Spanish as well so you don't, you know, if it would behoove us to give uh, someone who only reads Spanish, the, you know, right. the English book, um, right. they wouldn't be able to understand and not help them. So um, luckily, um, Anne, who's the president, she orders and she's makes sure that everything goes out for the English community and for the Spanish community and makes sure all our, our bases are covered in that sense. So, yes. Yes, and I guess you just had your buddy work, buddy walk. Yes, we just had our second annual buddy walk at the Raymond James Stadium, um, and it was incredible. We raised over $60,000, and of course, um, the money raised goes back to everything that we do for the community. It goes towards the books, and right. um, the flyers we give out, it goes towards the education, the scholarships, um, all the different events we do. We also do um, picnics, and we have... Um, our holiday party, so we do Christmas party. We just did a Halloween party um, where kids got dressed up and they were together. And, of course, you know, the families love it and the kids love it. And they get to play with other children that are just like them as well. And sometimes, you know, just for the children themselves, you know, right. they, they need um, their own person who can relate. So it's it's also not just important for us as the parent but also for kids to say hey i'm not the only you know teenager right. or adult um out there with down syndrome so um all of the money raised goes back to the community yes and it's wonderful because it's not like you're paying for buildings everything is utilized for this friends group yes and we have um, a group of board members, we all get together, we all agree, we all vote on things that we do with each other. Um, everyone is a volunteer, so we don't get paid. So it's not right. like we raise the funds and it's going in our pocket <laughs> for our salary. Yes. Um, well, can, we do this on our part time. Right. We, can you tell people how to contact you? Okay. So um, the phone number itself um, to contact us if you have questions is 813 two four five two seven eight two um our email address if you want to email us is info at friendsupport.org the website is friendsupport.org 
Um, and then we also have a Facebook page. So you could do at Friends Down Syndrome West Florida um, and just like us and follow us and you'll get all that information as well. So um, pictures, um, you'll get to, to chat with other people as well. Okay. Well, awesome. Thank you so much for being here today, Belinda. I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM 860, The Answer. Please join us next Sunday afternoon at 1 p.m. Thank you for listening to the Special Needs Family Hour. If you've missed any part of today's program, you can get the podcast of this and every show at specialneedsfamilyhour.com. While there, please take advantage of the resources we made available. And if you're so inclined, please support the advertisers that support this program. More than anything, just know that you are not alone. And we invite you to join us next Sunday at 1 for the Special Needs Family Hour, only on AM 860. The Answer.